Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem, in this podcast we will define the concept of the Creator, although the purpose of this podcast is not to drown the listener in Kabbalistic knowledge about how the spiritual system works, it is necessary to define and refine certain basic terms related to the composition of the soul according to the Kabbalah, which will help us later with our analysis and understanding of the spiritual system explained in the following podcasts. As we mentioned in a, a past podcast, we will use appropriate words in our language, in our definitions, but it is also important to include the original terms in Hebrew to make it easier for the listener to become familiar with them, research, and gain a deeper understanding from other sources. The words used in the definitions are simply labels for basic concepts, and therefore we shouldn't let ourselves be swayed by the names in our language but rather focus on the concept behind them. As we have said, man's natural tendencies are to receive, desire, enjoy, to need, and to consume, which are completely opposed to those of the Creator to give, to influence, and to share. The Creator's qualities, His essence, are latent within us. Our goal must be to find our own divine part and to become more like the essence of the Creator, overcoming our consumerist natures. It is written that there is no other apart from the Creator. He is one, unique, and immutable. This means that there is no other force in the world with the ability to do something against him. The Creator can only give, and he cannot receive anything from us. Sometimes people say that we want to give satisfaction to the Creator. In Hebrew we'll say, Nahat Ruach Labore. But the reality is that we cannot give anything to him. In the Bible it is written, And God created man in his image, and likeness from Genesis. This satisfaction is for us. We have inscribed the divine code of the Creator within us. This being so, it is reasonable to ask, since the Creator is one and unique and nothing exists outside of Him, why is each person distinct and different from others spiritually? The answer is that spiritually only makes sense when we are interacting with another person or group of people. Everyone possesses certain spiritual characteristics which are more predominant than others. When I connect with someone, their spiritual DNA influences me and, in turn, 
my spiritual DNA influences them. This results in an exchange of the predominant characteristics of each, which creates a relationship between the spiritual DNA of the, pre of the predominant parts of each individual as a mutual benefit. For example, if a person donates money to a needy family, both the giver and the receiver are satisfied and grateful to the other for participating, the one by receiving, thereby satisfying his necessities, and the other by giving help. Another example, the author of a book wants to have an impact. The readers are influenced and will, in turn, impact the author. This is how a spiritual relationship works. Every person expresses the Creator in their own way. The Creator shines in everyone in a different way. Therefore, we can conclude that a perfect state of true peace and tranquility between people can be described as a plurality of spiritual characteristics based on reciprocal conditions of mutual impact which exalt and overcome all differences. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman, author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.abrahameisenman.com